this is actually episode number 52 of the podcast. So uh, try to just move that a little bit closer to you. Yeah, I used to do this in my basement. When the pro- oh, yeah, if you want that right, uh, that knob that's right there, just above that little, it's right here. This? Yep. See if you can tighten it a little bit. Oh, that's tight. All right. So, um, yeah, when I first opened up, I used to record these kind of just informing people about how to build out a float center. It was like I, I used to record them before I even opened up. And then once I opened up, I used to have people come in and talk about their floats and everything like that, which is great. But as Hardy and I tried to do more and more things and spread ourselves out, maybe a little bit too thin, kind of unfortunately the podcast fell to the wayside. We kind of stopped recording them. So this is kind of us getting back into them or me getting it back into them. So I'm going to record, I think, four or five today. Just go on YouTube? No. Where's it go? Uh, it'll be on if you have an iPhone. You could so it'll be on iTunes, and then there's another like podcast website that goes up. You well, just, you just gotta let me know when I'm when it's. Oh yeah, up. yeah, for sure, for sure, <laughs> of course. Um, so welcome to episode right. number fifty-two. We're here hanging out with Jeff, and uh, Jeff has been a. I've known Jeff. I actually I met you before you even came to the Flow Place, or I maybe you had come in, but I didn't know you from the Flow Place at at Coca Motion doing some flow. Flow yoga. Yes, yes, flow yoga. I just came from there. Nice. That's a, that's a good way to start the day. It's it's only about 8 o'clock in the morning here, so if you're telling me that you just went there and now you're here, that's a damn good start to the day, I think. <laughs> it, it is. It's a lot different than what I used to do. I can tell you that for sure. <laughs> in, in another life a long time ago? It was another life, another chapter. Uh, it was like the, the Lord of the Rings trilogy. I think this is number... Two or three. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so you, uh, how long have, have, you, have you been floating? Rosanna informed me the other day that I've had 130 floats. Ooh. This lot. was through the pandemic and through everything else. I, I tried to make sure I made it once a week because I, I just enjoyed so much. The quiet and the uh, solitude and the peace. And the, the stuff that it does for your body, it's just uh, it's just something that I, I kind of crave these days. Yeah. It's, you know, I, I say to people all the time when I'm trying to talk to them about floating and let them know what it can do, especially, you know, new, new people, like, I often say, like, the world needs to float. Like, everybody needs to do it, really. And Earth itself, if we could find, like, float tank big enough for Earth, like, put Earth itself in a float tank and just let it kind of chill out for a minute and... Settle the hell down, because it's uh, a little bit a little bit noisy out there. It can be hard to settle down. I brought a friend of mine, and he lasted about five minutes. Okay. And he was out. And that was it. The first time, you know, uh, I don't know what it is. It's, it's tough if you're not used to it. It takes some getting used to. It's so interesting. So sometimes that, that will happen. I'll notice um, people will only last. It doesn't happen very often, but it does happen where people won't last very long. It's almost like they'll get in and right away, like, no, 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 and they get they get out, you know? Um, and I wonder a couple things about it. Number one, the first thing that comes to mind is, is that this person's normal default, the normal reaction to things? So, like, if you were to put them on ice skates and they never ice skated before and they go on a rink, do they go around once and they're like, all right, no, 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 I'm out of here? Or do they kind of keep going at it and then, oh, wow, I learned to ice skate and now I kind of enjoy it? Because this is, it, it's it's a passive exercise that you do floating is passive it's 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 easy 
it's easy once you know how. <laughs> and but I guess kind of for some people, it's hard to kind of know how because they can't ever relax and shut shut themselves off. So for some people, when they first come in, it can be a little bit of work to kind of get in there and breathe and like almost get over that hump. I, I always say to people, it's almost like getting to a giant clearing where you're like in clouds and all of a sudden it's like, ah, there it is. You got through everything and you can kind of see, see clearer now, you, you know, but it's, it's work for some people. That's a good analogy. I, I do wonder if that person, if they kind of default there all the time, you know, and then unfortunately the other thing I think of is like, are they afraid to be alone undistracted with their thoughts. And I say undistracted because when you're in the car, a lot of times people put on a music or a podcast or whatever, which is great, but also not great in some ways because you probably could use a little bit of solitude and peace, like you said. You know. Well, I think we're all looking on the outside for something. We're always outside because we're used to it. We're all used to looking outside. We're not used to looking inside. When we get in that tank, it's just us. And it's a little scary for, for some people. Not that it's scary. It's just unusual and it's uncomfortable, I guess. Mm. Do you find that? I, I admittedly I haven't kind of sorry, Coco. I, I haven't done flow in a while, um, but I do know that sometimes when I would get in that meditative state while in flow, or similar states to how I feel when I'm in floating, it, you know that it's it's obviously a very different exercise because when you're constantly moving and you're sweating your ass off and you're drinking water and you're trying to just you know. Um, get the most out of it and the other one you're kind of trying to just kind of chill and do nothing but you reach the same point mentally yes yes yeah. i would say so yeah it's a point where i think it's a point where you, your mind is in the background ah i like that your mind is in the background it's just it's just there and you're kind of watching yeah i have had a lot of those experiences almost like i don't want to say like an out of body but almost feel like I'm watching. It's hard to, hard. You know. It's hard to. It is hard to explain because we don't run into that a lot here. There's, there's not many words in the language for that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, I find that a lot with memories, where when I'm in a tank and I have memories that come up, it's almost like I'm watching them play out, and I'll see myself in the memory. I'll I'll see the inter interaction. I'll see kind of it going, but I'm. It's almost like I'm watching it on a screen or or. or I don't know how else to put it, but... Detached. Yeah. 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 I think that is... I think that's one of the benefits that some people with PTSD issues and post-traumatic stress, stress issues can have with it, where they can kind of watch things, hopefully from the same perspective, and get a different point of view on it, and maybe get some closure to it, and maybe get some better understanding of it, if they need that, because I know that could be a, a very big big thing, you know, understanding. Yes, you need, you need a... a, a uh, perspective it changes I think the floating the floating is good because it changes your perspective it, it, at first it took me a lot to get to go there because it seemed kind of odd you know like uh, what do you mean like mentally where your brain would no go? just floating in salt water I mean oh, it's okay, like okay. You know, what, what the heck is that right. well, why would I do that <laughs> right 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 you know yeah. and uh, I was a little hesitant but I kind of got just Gently nudged, and I went ahead and made the appointment, and uh, I'm here 130 floats later. That's amazing. So what do you, um, for you, it's more mental than it is physical? It's more mental, yes, but the physical is there, too. I'm a plumber, and I, I do a lot of physical work, and uh, I'm getting older, and it's helped me in ways that I don't even know.
But I feel good. That's all I know. I do feel good physically and mentally. Right. It's great. So you, as far as I know, when I see your name on the schedule, one of the first things I'll do is I'll look to the next available appointment or the next appointment after yours and see if it's booked or not. Because if it's not booked, I'll be like, all right, well, there's Jeff. He's going to try and do two and a half, three hours if if possible. (laughs) And usually (laughs) sometimes... I'd say 90, 90% of the people that go into their float, if they say anything about time, they'll say, all right, so uh, what is it, 90 minutes? Is that it? All right, so you get me out at one thirty, or like they'll confirm the, the ending or whatever it is. You go about it a different way where you'll say, how long do I have? Almost with a smile where it's like, I want to stay in there for two days. Is that yeah. available? Can I do that? Yeah. <laughs> it didn't start that way. Right. But it, it, it evolves. It evolves and you, and you grow. You actually grow. Whether you know it or not, right? And you, when you do those longer floats, you're you're there the whole time in it. Do you kind of drift in and out? Do you ever fall asleep? You think, or is it you're you're there? Um, I'm not there. I, I try when I float. I, I've been meditating. I've been practicing meditation for like eleven years now. Oh wow! And so one thing I noticed when I when I the first float, it really really helped my uh focus because of the 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 uh, quiet and uh, there's no distractions at all and your your body's totally relaxed uh when i first started meditating i used to have issues just sitting in a chair i couldn't sit for 10 or 15 minutes without my neck hurting or something because my posture was so bad but laying laying down in the salt water it's just a total you don't have to move anything you you're just there and uh, that's when the you know your mind starts going and rolling, and it and it will roll. And like I said, I try and focus. I practice a mantra, and uh, I just try to lay still and keep returning to the mantra. You keep returning to the inside and not the outside. Right. Wow. So you, so I, I do tell people that floating at times feels like a shortcut to meditation in some ways because it does get rid of that outside noise. It does get rid of everything else. So can't help people return to that center and get to a place where they can focus on a mantra or focus on themselves mentally. Do you think that kind of having experienced meditating before you came in the flow kind of gave you the upper hand? So not upper hand, but you know. Well, well, the float it definitely enhanced it. Uh, I I felt better about it right away, right away. Uh, mentally, I kn- I knew something had changed. Up upstairs here, uh, sometimes we're, I'm a little behind. Uh, it takes me a little while to digest something. I guess is the mm. way to put it, to really understand something. You know, you can hear something. And you can really understand something. It's two different things. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And I think everybody knows what we mean when we say that. You know? mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you know, the little light goes off or whatever, the penny drops, whatever, whatever way you want to put it. I think it. for a lot of people, that penny never drops. I think it's still somewhere in the air or in their pocket or whatever, but they just say that they understand and they kind of just yes their way through life, which is not necessarily the best. Practice. Well, I like this, what this guy. Uh, Wim Hof, is that his name? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. He says, if you never try something new, you're never going to grow. I mean, you're never going to realize your full potential. Right. 
And if we keep doing the same thing every day, guess what? We're going to do the same thing every day. Yep. Yep. Well, going back to the pre people we were talking about before that kind of get in the tank and then they hop out a few minutes afterwards. And it's like, is this your default? Is this what you always do with something new or when it's like the least bit of a challenge or, or if you don't understand something or you don't kind of get it? Like, is this what you do? You kind of just you either bail or you just say, okay, yes, and you don't even like know what you're doing, you, you know? Yeah. It's uh, it's not easy. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough to uh, do something new like that. Especially the older you get, the the more uh, the more cloudy, the more uh, the more filters you got. The more the older you get, the more filters you got. Because every new experience just adds another filter. You're just looking at it a little bit different, you know. Oh yeah, okay, I like that. Kind of like just from previous. Yeah, every experience is going to give you a little different take on things. Mm hmm. So, you know, the more you experience, the better off you are. Oh, yeah. I, I agree 100%. I, I, I do. I'm definitely realizing that as I get older. Like, I definitely am a creature of habit. And I definitely kind of like things to kind of be set. I, I am. However, when I go out of that comfort zone or I do things that are new and different and, you know, if I travel around or whatever, you know, not that I've traveled extensively because I haven't, but even when I do, like, I, I kind of kick myself for not doing it more. Right. You, you know? Right. And it's, uh, I, I have a 10-year-old son, and I try to tell him all the time new things. He'll bring home, like, a little sheet. Oh, Dad, this new program at school. And I'm like, oh, you should try it. He's like, why would I want to try it? I'm like, I don't know. You might like it. He's like, yeah, but yeah. I might not. I'm like, yeah, but you might, you know? And um, You know, you, you can regret that. You regret what you not did more than what you do. All my regrets come from either things that I stopped doing that I liked or things that I said no to. Or just, you know, things I never even tried. That's really where right. most of my regrets come yeah. from. You know, I have a couple from things that I did do, but those, are, those pale in comparison to the ones that I, I didn't do. Some, I like that movie uh, for Jim Carrey. What is it? Yes Man? You ever see that movie? It's like no. 10 years old or so, but it's, he's got to no. say yes to everything. And oh, yeah? It, it, you know, it, Was that Jim Carrey? Yeah, I think it's Jim Carrey. <laughs> and um, he ends up doing all these crazy things. And it's like, yeah. yes. And like, that's it. Like, that's a big... Yeah. Yeah. It's a big part of it is doing it. And, you know, at some point, Rosanna was pitching this to you, and you said yes, and everybody else that comes in here, at some point, they said yes to coming in here, you know? Yeah. Sometimes uh, it is great seeing people that come in, like uh, yeah, either like a father that comes in with their daughter, and their daughter bought him like a gift card, and he's like, all right, here I am, I'm going to try this think and float thing. And then they get out and they have like a smile on their face. I'm like, that was pretty freaking cool. What is it? Like, that was awesome. And it's like, yeah, I'm glad that you tried that. And a lot of times they'll try it and give it that genuine try out of love for whoever brought them with, with them, you know? Mm -hmm. So uh, getting, through that, getting through that initial few minutes is important because it can really lead to a lot of amazing things being in there and just not having that input come in and just having a break from everything. It's just it's amazing. Absolutely. Keep an open mind and be bold. Take that step forward. Yeah, I yeah totally agree. <laughs> so, what's your uh, what has been your longest float? Do you know, as far as your time, you know, your single float in the, in the tank. I think three and a half hours. I think or three hours, uh, three or three and a half. I mean, I've practiced. Like I said, I practice meditation, and I've I've had practices, and it's all it is is practice. Believe me. 10 years and uh, 20 years, 50 years, you never get this. It's just always a practice. Mm. But my longest time in the float tank was over three hours. Yes. And uh, sometimes I just get lost in there. 
I don't want it to end. Mentally, but physically, usually I ended up. I have to go to the bathroom. That's so that's the <laughs> kicker. That's for everybody. <laughs> that's when I got to get out. One hundred percent. They even have like the, uh, like those Guinness Book of World Records. You know, they'll do do them everyone. And Hardy and I have I've brought it up to him a few times. The idea of doing it here because we could we could do it. We could break a world record here because we have the float rooms, especially here that we built here in Patchogue. Float rooms are awesome, and they keep temperature, and they're they're legit. So you could we could probably break the world record for the longest float. However, every six hours you get a break for fifteen minutes, and it, this is you know by as per their rules, every mm-hmm. six hours you get a break for fifteen minutes, and you can go to the bathroom or eat you know whatever you want to do, go to the bathroom, eat you know whatever. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, that that limit comes up to a point. It's like you gotta. Nature calls, you got to go. You got to get out and go to the bathroom, and that's it. Yeah. yeah. But uh, when you're in there and you're in that zone, because I've been in there a few times when I've been in here alone, and I'll set an alarm on my phone and put it near the flow tank so I'll hear it go off just to make sure I get myself out in, you know, 90 minutes or whatever it is. And I'll get in there and I'll be like, man, I really wish I did not set that alarm because I am in the zone right now. <laughs> you know, like I do, I'm annoyed that it has to go off, but. It's uh, getting to that place is just so rewarding. It's such an amazing thing, and it's it really is like an escape, kind of from everything. And it's like a stretch for your a stretch for your soul in a lot of ways, you know. Where it's like, ah, all right, like collective deep breath, and then you kind of go back into it. It does right. help you kind of deal with everything that goes on in life a lot easier. Well, you know, you've heard that we're spiritual beings inside a physical body. So when we're not in the physical. We're closer to our real selves, I think. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like the physical is like more of a limitation in, in a lot of it's ways. It's definitely a limitation. Physical mm. is definitely a limitation. Uh, I don't want to get into it too much because uh, I could go on and on about this. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll have you back on one day. We could definitely do that, man. But going inside instead of outside, that's it's. you start doing it, it's tough to do it first, but... Like you say, it can be very rewarding. Yeah, and you find you find a part of yourself that you weren't aware of. In the float tank, I think a lot of people who float they're going to find something that say, "Hey, you know, there's something here." You know, and they, they get they get you get pretty excited when you find this out. You know, it's like whoa. Yeah, and I, I think you found that with some of your customers, right? Oh yeah, some of the clients when they come out, like they have genuine happiness and joy on their faces and they're like thank you like they feel so good and it's like yeah it's, yeah, yeah they, 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 that's because they're getting in touch with their inner self yeah that they didn't their, even know was there didn't even know was something they could get in touch with or that was calling to them or it's, yeah. yeah it's it's a great great feeling it's it's beautiful and it just goes to show you there's a lot of there's a lot of noise in the world you know so if you could filter that noise out get like you were saying before get rid of all that stuff it's like you can Ah, there it is. Now I can find it. Now I'm like clouded with all that. It's like when you look up in the sky from New York City, it's like you don't really see any stars or anything. And then you're, you know, you're in Arizona and you look up into the sky and you're like, holy shit, there's so many stars out there. This is yeah. amazing. It's just not, there's not noise blocking it. You can see it clear. And like clearly. I said before, the float tank's a great place because it's just so quiet and it's, you're so alone. Yeah. No, just you and your breath and your heartbeat. And that's it. Once you get over the fear, you're just, you know, you just float. Just be. Just be. Yeah. Well, Jeff, thanks a lot for coming on, brother. I appreciate it.
You're welcome. And, uh, yeah, have you back on in a couple of weeks. You can kind of get into a little bit deeper about some stuff if you want. All right, if you want, if you want. <laughs> awesome. All right, Jeff, thanks a lot, brother. You're welcome. Take care, everyone. Later.